Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. Good afternoon, my friends, and what an absolute treat for the viewers out there get to look at Johnny Danger twice in one afternoon. I, I can't believe how lucky that you all are if you watched the uh, Thursday Night Showdown that Mark and I uh, with Chris Emmerich did just a brief hour ago. But now we have switched our tune. We are in the cup, and we are talking DFS PGA for the Ryder Cup that begins tomorrow morning with me is Barry Mark and Mr. Adam White. Man, Adam, I have missed you. It's been a while since we've talked golf. How are you? It's been a minute, but a uh, good way to bring it back with the Ryder Cup on tap tomorrow morning. Pretty pretty stoked, man. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm really excited for the uh, folks in uh, Wisconsin to uh, get out and have Wisconsin? a reason to drink beer. They don't have enough reasons to drink beer over there. So this will be another good one for them to drink some beer. Mark, how are you, bud? Good, good. I'm going to run out and get me some uh, new Glarus right now. Just yeah, to, do it. Got to have some of that to, to uh, celebrate the Ryder Cup. I'm That's excited. Right. Well, if you find some in Michigan, then, you know, let me know where. I, I have sources. It. Sources. Oh, you and your sources. I love it. Adam. Spotted cow. Isn't that a popular oh, yeah. one? Spotted cow. Spotted cow. Yep. That's good. That's not yep. their best I like their band. fruit ones. Their fruit yeah. is where it's at. All right, Adam, my friend, we are going to Whistling Straits. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, we've got a rather long par 72. Um, it's about 7,800 yards when they stretch it out. But they're probably going to be switching that up uh, round to round, depending on how the U.S. team wants to set it up, because they kind of get the rights to set things up the way they want to. But we've got several par 4s over 500. Uh, we've got some long par 5s as well, a couple over 600 from the tips. So it's, uh, it's seaside. It's supposed to be pretty windy. It's definitely going to be cool. So, I don't know. To me, it kind of negates a little bit of that ball striking advantage the U.S. has um, coming in as far as the stat categories go. But uh, I still kind of like the U.S. team. But it's going to be a very beautiful, scenic um, type of setting here on the other side of Lake Michigan from us here in, in the Mitten State. Um, I'm, looking, I'm looking at this course to favor certain stat categories that we've kind of discussed. But... Overall, man, it's going to be a good test. And I, I think your players like your Matty Fitz, your, um, your Westwoods, your shorter players are going to have a hard time at this golf course. Yeah, I could see that, man. And, of course, this is not your your typical PGA tournament. We, if you're not familiar with uh, the Ryder Cup, they are playing what? Head, heads up? What are they playing here? Um, so each each day, Friday, Saturday, it's going to be it's going to be best ball first, which they call four ball, and then I'm sorry, it's going to be um, four ball first, which is, yeah, best ball, better of the two. And then alternate shot is kind of the tricky format where they go, um, they can designate who they want to tee off first on each hole, and then just alternate from there. Hmm. So if it's me and you playing danger, if I tee off on one, then I'm teeing off on all the odd holes, and you're teeing off on all the even holes. Oh, and no. I don't like my chances on the approaches on the on the even holes after you no. hit your tee shots. But no, I don't like your chances in the tournament <laughs> at all. But, uh, the, green, the, the greens are going to be quick, and if it gets if it gets sunny at all, and the winds pick up, um, you could see some situations where the wind is is blowing the ball from a um, from a complete standstill and putting it into motion. So it's going to be pretty interesting to watch. Ah, fair. All right, so there is some scoring differences here. You get uh, plus three points on DraftKings, we're talking, plus three points to win a hole. 
uh, plus 0.75 for a half hole. So it's a huge advantage to win the hole. Um, 0.75 in the negative to lose a hole. So it's really not too penal of losing the hole. Uh, holes not played, 1.6 points. So that means if they eliminate the other team with holes to go, you just get a 1.6 point for each hole that they did not play. Uh, five points for the overall match win. Two points for a match have. Um, and then a couple of streaks bonuses. Streak of three consecutive holes won, five extra bonus points. Uh, no holes lost, seven and a half extra bonus points. Bonus points are always good. The, it should be noted, too, the holes not played. If you have three holes remaining and you close out your opponent, the winning team gets those holes not played points, not the losing team. Right, correct. The winning winning team. So a couple of different Winners. interesting rules. So we did build our model. Thank you for giving me those stats. We are looking specifically for uh, tee to green, off the tee, birdies or better, and approach. Um, we spit it out, and guess who's number one? The John number one Robles. player in the world. Number one player in the world. Yeah, John Rahm. It's not a surprise. He's number one in the salary, number one in the rank. Um, and this is interesting. This is a different format for golf. They are doing the showdown captain style, Adam. So you have to pay for a player at 50% more salary, but 50% more points. But I think 14.7 out of $50,000 is going to be really hard to put John Rahm in that captain spot. It's going to be really yeah. difficult. Um, I think the key is you want guys who not just line up as far as the stats, but you want guys who are going to be out there. Yep. The guys that you know are the workhorses. Like to me, I mean, Justin Thomas is the the best overall play in my personal opinion for the event. He's been a great team player um, in both presidents and and uh, and Ryder Cups. But it's also tough to squeeze him in there as your captain mm. because he's right behind Rahm at fourteen one. And sadly, we don't have any way, unless, Mark, you're seeing it, that I'm not. I don't see anywhere where they have announced the uh, pairings yet. So I don't know when they're going to do that. That would be really nice if you're building DFS lineups. So you know what? Do your research, set some lineups, but make sure you check in in the morning before they tee off um, to uh, just see whoever. It looks like that. it looks like they're doing some sort of opening ceremony tonight at mm -hmm. 8. So I they'll probably announce them then. Anyway. Right, well, I would hope so, right? Because that's kind of important. So you've already kind of put your finger on a guy uh, with Justin Thomas. Um, but again, captain spot, bro, 14100 in the captain spot out of a $50,000 salary. I don't think it's doable. Um, so let's look at the captain spot. For me, I don't know that I can spend more than 20% of my salary in a captain spot in this kind of build. So if we're looking at guys around that 10K range, You've got Tony, Sergio, Casey, Berger. Um, you know, what do you think of those guys down there in captaining, captainy spots? Is you talking to me? I am talking to you. All right. Um, I don't mind Berger. The guy that I'm kind of leaning toward, to be honest, is uh, Mr. Fino. So he had a very good Ryder Cup in 2018. And we're talking about a lot of team competitions here. The knock on Fino and, and individual competitions is he's too nice of a guy and he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want it bad enough for himself. He just, he loves everyone else. But that kind of lends itself to the team, uh, the team format. So if you think that works against Fino in individuals, we've already kind of seen him do really well in team play. And it's the kind of course that sets up well for him. Long, demanding, you need to be a great ball striker. And that guy really, I mean, Tita Green, when he's on, he hits shots that nobody else really can. And that's kind of the thing you're going to need this week on these super long par fours. 
and maybe to get home on the long par fives and two. So of anybody down there, I like Tony, and he can also be a work. He could easily go 36 in a day, and it wouldn't phase him. I mean, the guy's a basketball player. You know, here's the problem, Mark. Does this bother you? In, in our model, he comes out at 20, and he comes out in 45th in the field, tee to green in the last 50 rounds. Well, that's all right. It's, I mean, it's it's best ball and alternating shot, so uh, we can adjust adjust from there. Because I, you know, like I was going to bring up Callum Morikawa. Um, you know, he's short off the tee, not the best around the green, but his ball striking and approach is top, you know, top three easily. Um, mm-hmm. So that's another one to consider in the captain slot. Because um, he's going to get he's going to get the teams there to the green. If, if you're looking for more of the Euro spin on this, um, Paul Paul Case is a guy whose game sets up really really well for this this course this event. His his game's been solid all year. So if you're looking to go to the Euro side, um, <coughs> although he's although he's in his 40s, excuse you, um, although he's in his 40s, I think Casey's always, he's always been in great shape, and I wouldn't be surprised if he played. At least two, probably three of the four matches um, between Friday and Saturday. And the Euros have won four out of the last five, I believe. So they are uh, heavily favored. Yeah, uh, and like I said, man, I really just – i uh, did you lose me? No. No, you can hear me. Adam was shaking his head. but Because the Euros aren't favored. Because the U.S. I'm, is favored in this. Talking – are they? Are the ads? Are the ads the U.S.? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, U.S. Sometimes when we're talking golf, I say things, and Adam just shakes his head. It's usually because I just need to stop whatever train of thought I was at. But I thought I wasn't really saying anything, so maybe I no. just switched my mic input. So um, I just wanted to make sure we were giving the right info. U.S. Ah. is almost a minus two hundred um, nice. favorite. Um, I, so, I know I'm I'm gonna put in some prep bits then. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I kind of like that Casey call. I mean, um, just because, like I said, we have we have six spots to fill, and you have to pay one and a half times for that captain spot. And I just don't think I can spend more than 10k in that range. So that's kind of my cutoff right there. Is that Finau, Garcia, Casey, Berger, uh, Poulter? You know that that's kind of my cutoff here. So a guy that you talk a lot about during the season, Adam, and that I was always poo-pooing. Um, but what do we think about Shane Lowry here? Poo-pooing. Poo-poo. Yeah. <laughs> Down the stretch, I like the way Shane was playing. Um, he He's actually a Ryder Cup rookie. And I don't think he's going to get a ton of run, which I think is why he's priced down at 6000 Okay. Um, if you're looking for a sneaky guy that I think could, could get a little more more run than you might expect. Scotty Scheffler to me is the guy who can, who can get hot and, uh, and do some damage. But like, if you're looking in the lower price tier, this bottom 10 guys, um, I think to me, Berger, Berger and Casey, I think Casey's the 11th lowest price guy. Yeah. If we start with Casey and then move yeah. on to the, the flex spots, this is what you get. Okay. At 10 two for Casey and the captain, you only have 7,900 a piece for the last five guys. So it's going to be very difficult to put any of the top end guys in, unless you go lower than Casey and that captain. Mm-hmm. Very difficult. So yeah, let's say you, 
Casey in there. You put your boy Thomas in there that you're talking about. Now we got 7,600 for the last four spots. Um, so we're obviously going to have to have two of these bottom half guys in our lineup, right? So where are you at down here? Um, you, you like Scheffler for one of them at 5,800. Um, Lowry, you said, you know, you kind of like where he's at, but he might not get a lot of play. You know, who's going to get a lot of play that might go under owned? Is that is that where you're looking at Berger? You looking? You already said you don't like Fitz in, in the intro. Yeah, so just to go quickly through some of these speculated um, pairings, because there have been two practice rounds now. You've got the U.S. has released their pods, and then you kind of get a, a feel when you're when you're watching the coverage of who's together. Um, it's really looking like Rahm and Sergio, the Spaniard pairing, um, Poulters and Rory, Casey and Westwood, and then we've got Fitz and Hovland. So I think Hovland's going to be an absolute workhorse. For the European team, I wouldn't be surprised if he played every single match. Um, now, he's kind of in the higher price range at 8400 But you got to look at guys that you think, number one, are going to be going to be playing, and the number two have a have a good chance to win and kind of stay in. So, like, if you think – I believe Berger would be a great alternate shot partner because he doesn't really get in trouble. Guy makes a lot of putts. He's kind of an understated guy. He's cool with everybody on the team. He's going to stay cool, calm, and collected. So I like Berger a lot, um, even though he's not kind of rumored to be. Um, oh, he is. He's supposed to be playing in that first match with Kepka. So looking at the U.S. team, him and Kepka, DJ, um, DJ Morikawa, Xander Cantlay, and then JT and Spieth. JT and Spieth are probably going to be a workhorse team too. So you got to so, you got to pick some guys you think will be in there. And Berger's kind of where I start down below. Do you have a strategy for us? You just said you know JT and Spieth are going to be together. Do you avoid playing them in the same lineup then, or you just go ahead and stack it like your you know wide receiver quarterback stack? No, if you're if you're looking to stack guys like the 2018, if you had if you had a Molinari Fleetwood stack, you're absolutely right because those two guys won every match one handily mm -hmm. and also. I know one of them won their singles match. The other one might have halved. But if you have that pairing that just absolutely goes off, that's what's really going to propel your lineups to the top. So I would not avoid um, guys on the same in the same projected pairing at this point. Pay attention tonight when those actually get released. Yeah, I would look to stack some of those. And if you get two teams that are stacked together and win a lot of points as a as a duo, that's how you that's how you rise to the top here. I like it. Mark, what are you seeing over there? You like to look at some of these stats, sides, and uh, projections. What's what's sticking out to you? Um, I'm kind of looking in this for the flex spots, for the general lineup spots. Um, I'm a little kind of stuck on this kind of 9K range with Cantlay, Spieth, um, Xander. I, how are you feeling about these guys? Yeah, I mean, so my initial build – um we we kind of just talked about it the core of my team is jt and spieth i really like that pairing and like adam said they're probably going to play in every match um and then something else adam brought up is rory and ian poulter um poulter you know no matter you know how old he is or whatever He's 6,400, and he plays in almost every match in these Ryder Cups. He's just a great Ryder Cup player, and you're going to match him with Rory. So I can see him getting a lot of play, and he's only 6,400. So that's a good place to save salary. 
Dig it. I just built one for funsies. I put Paul Paul Casey in the captain spot, and that allowed me to go JT, Scheffler, Hovland, Finau, and Spieth. I, I feel like that's that's all right. I mean, I don't yeah. really understand this play type. So, you know, got any insight on that, Adam? So JT, Scheffler, Finau, Spieth. Hovland, and then Paul Casey in the captain. Yeah, you don't have anybody really paired together in on the Euro team. Um, so yeah, if you're going if you're going tourney, trying to get a lineup to to win, it's probably got to have some guys that are likely to be paired together. So we uh, go so ahead and move that to uh, Rory and Halter, and I have to save a little money somewhere. Then I got to get rid of like a Finau, or I got to go a cheaper captain. Who was a uh, Finau practicing with? So Finau's pod. It's like Finau, Xander. Let me go back and look. I think Finau can really pair with anybody. Like he's a he's a super easy personality to get along with. He's not an alpha type personality. So you can put him with Brooks or with DJ or with um, with Cantley with one of these guys that's that's more of that dominating personality. And the question is, are we going to get a Bryson Brooks combo? <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep him off I'm the same field, huh? No. no, I like it. All right, guys, I don't want to dwell on this too long. There's only, you know, a handful of players in this field. And um, so most importantly, make sure uh, Adam is basically saying and Mark as well. Uh, find the people who are going to be paired up that you think are going to win matches that are going to play in a majority of it. Stay away from the one off guys. Um, pair people together like a, a DFS attack like Emmerich likes to do, you know, either first or last, baby. Um, it, it's better to be right on three pairings than it is to try to be right on six individual players. Um, so, you know, that's the thought. Uh, just for the record, Adam, I switched that out. I put Scheffler in the captain, which allowed me to take JT, Rory, Poulter, Finau, and Spieth. Hey, that's my lineup. All right. Delete yeah. that. Yeah, no, it's entered. Done. Click the button. Ah, it's over. It. I'm gonna be chopping it with you. Yep, chopping. We're chopping to chop. Oh I like man. It. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Any parting thoughts for bets? Did you take a look at any of those, sir? Did I? Absolutely. Um, I figured that you would. What What do bets yeah, look mean, like on this? Is it like is uh, are you doing like prop bets on birdies and wins? I mean, how how do you bet on the Ryder Cup? I obviously I mean, don't bet, bet people. Don't mind me. <laughs> You can bet on the teams. So U.S. right now on DraftKings is minus 215 to win. Europe is plus 240. I think the U.S. I'm, is going to win. but I'm taking that gosh, 240. Plus 240 <laughs> good odds for Europe. My goodness. Yeah. Um, the one I like is the is the individuals. Um, so you can you can look at individuals to be top top point getter for each for each side. You can bet top overall. You can bet top top U.S. point getter, top Euro point getter. Um, so top overall point scorer, Rom is the favorite. JT's right there. Rom's, Rom's 7-1, to one, JT 8-1, to one, Steve 9-1, to one, and so on. Um, and then if you want to go to team props or individual um, USA point scorer, JT's plus 450, Cantlay, Xander, Spieth plus 700, J, uh, DJ plus 750. So the bets that I actually like, I like Finau at ten to one to be top U.S. point getter. Um, I I can swallow the pill with JT at four four plus four fifty. Like he's he's probably going to play every match. 
and he's got a partner that he likes. They would they actually, despite the U.S.'s struggles in France in 2018, he's they still went three and one. So I like JT a lot, and then the Euro um, Euro team top point scorer I actually really like McElroy. He's at uh, plus 450 as well. I don't think Rom's gonna have a phenomenal week. It's just number one, number one in the world doesn't have a great track record here. DJ struggled in 2018. Tiger struggled for a long, long time. Um, so they just, for whatever reason, they tend to struggle. So I'm going Rory there and then a dark horse. I mean, if you like him, Mark, you got Poulter at 12 to 1. Top Euro point getter. Yeah. I like him paired with Rory. So so <laughs> if the pairing comes out, it's him and Rory. I can see that lineup just playing the whole way through. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if you think if you think Rory can just strike his ball around and kind of crown uh, crown Poults a little bit, they can take advantage of Poulter's putting. Yeah, why the heck not? It's not a terrible yeah. bet. I love it. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, DrRoto.com, my friends. I mean, look at this. We're sitting right in the middle of NFL season, spouting out PGA stuff. There is nothing we don't do. Chris and I are going to talk MMA uh, for Saturday's matches. Uh, we got it all, man. Uh, the basketball team is getting ready for the NBA offseason and getting ready to get you all started with um, season-long NBA material. It's all coming, man, right here, drodo.com. We got lineup I, optimizers. We got it all. Oh, yeah, we got Mark and Kickman going to do hockey picks. I mean, man, we got it all. Make sure you go check it all out. We appreciate you. This was In the Cup. I'm Johnny Danger for Adam White and Mark Larson. We'll catch you all on the other side. USA. USA, USA. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.